Much more genius is needed to make love than to command armies. Nanon de Lenclo. Welcome back to Femininity After Dark. We're recording season two. This is episode one. And in this episode, we are basically just going to get an introduction into what we're going to be talking about this season. We are going to be studying one of my favorite books by one of my favorite authors. In my opinion, one of the greatest writers on topics like dark psychology and warfare, Robert Greene. We are going to be studying The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. I definitely encourage all of you to buy his book or get a copy of his book somehow, but you definitely don't need to to listen to this podcast. It's just if you want more of a thorough analysis of this work. What I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be breaking down each part of his book and I'm going to be summarizing. I don't want to be sued by one of my favorite authors, so I'm not going to be reading the entire book to you. Also, that would get really, really long because Robert Greene is excellent about going into a lot of detail in his work, giving you a ton of examples. So if you really want a thorough analysis of The Art of Seduction, I would definitely recommend that you buy the book for yourself so that you can dive a little bit deeper into these topics that we're going to be talking about. But I do feel that listening to this podcast is going to give you all the information you need to be seductive. Now, what is seduction? Seduction is a game. Seduction is psychological. Seduction is getting someone to do what you want them to do. It is persuasion that leads to power. Now, how can you use seduction to your advantage? When we think about seduction, a lot of us think about lust and romance. That's, that's where it stops for a lot of us. But seduction can go so much deeper than that. If you think about political campaigns, there are no political campaigns that are without seduction. We are constantly being seduced, whether we're listening to an ad or we're watching a commercial, we're watching a movie trailer, there is something being presented to us that is persuading us to do what they want us to do, which is to consume their product, to uh, take some sort of action that's going to be beneficial for the person presenting us with the information. And the reason you love your favorite celebrity is because they have successfully seduced you. Now, it is important to remember that seduction is a form of deception, but it's also important to remember that people want to be seduced. People want to be able to escape from their day-to-day life where they're bogged down with responsibilities and they have to censor themselves constantly in this society that we live in that is extremely sensitive to anything that is not of the norm. 
And so people want to be seduced. And that is something that it is very important for you, the seducer, to remember. Okay? Now, a disclaimer. Some of these tactics can be described as narcissistic in uh, nature. Okay? But there are so many different reasons to read the art of seduction. If you're not comfortable with these tactics that Robert Greene talks about, you don't necessarily have to use them, but it will give you an idea of tactics that people are using on you so that you can be aware and you can protect yourself from said narcissists. But Robert Greene does mention that it is very anti-seduction, anti-seduction, anti-seductive to focus so much on the moral codes because seduction is a form of warfare. And we're going to talk more about that. So disclaimer, I'm presenting you with this information. What you choose to do with this information is completely up to you. Don't be saying Keandria Bellwoos made me do this and now my fucking life fell apart. Now this person's obsessed with me. They won't fucking leave me alone. This is dangerous. Don't nobody do this. Don't listen to her. Don't say that shit. I'm giving you the information. How you use it is completely up to you. All that shit is out of my hands. You have your own mind. We're all fucking grown here. I hope we're all grown here. If you're not grown, please don't listen to this because this is the art of seduction. And there are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of content in this season that is not suitable for people under the age of 18. So if you are under the age of 18, please get the fuck off my podcast respectfully. Um, I probably shouldn't have cussed if they're under 18, but damn. Anyway, (laughs) we are going to move on. So what is seduction? Thousands of years ago, power was gained through physical violence and maintained with brute strength. A king or emperor had to be merciless. Not many people had power, but women suffered the most because they had no way to compete for what they wanted, politically, socially, or even in the home. But men had one weakness, an insatiable desire for sex. Through cleverness and creativity, women found a way to control the dynamic of their relationships with men and gained an immense amount of power as a result. They learn to become a living fantasy. Seduction is a sophisticated art, the ultimate form of power and persuasion. It is psychological. So this is something that Robert Greene brings up quite a bit. When we think about someone who is seductive, what do we think about? We think about someone who is beautiful. We think about someone who is just so suave, but... Honestly, some of the greatest seducers in the world haven't had one particular look. It was about their understanding of their target's mind. They knew how to get into their target's mind and become what their target wanted. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the role that the seducer plays 
in their target's life. You have to live in your target's mind. You have to know your target better than their target knows themselves. Most people are hiding and running from themselves all the time. And most people don't really know who they are and what they like. But when you sit back and you analyze who they are, you can figure out what they like. You can become that. And suddenly you bring to life something in them that they never even knew consciously, never even knew existed. And you become this living embodiment of their ultimate fantasy. And that is how you seduce someone. You have to know yourself and you have to know your target equally as well. If you hear pages turning, it is because I did take notes. I did not script, but I did make an outline so that... I could stay on topic because again, Robert Greene is excellent about giving us a ton of detail and I wanted to make sure I got all the important parts for you guys because I really want us all to get this down. I want us to all feel our most confident, our most sexy, our most seductive because sensuality, our sexuality and our confidence, our empowerment is a huge part of dark femininity. It's something that we should embrace instead of running away from and feeling shamed or victimized by. All right, so it's also important to remember that seduction is much more effective when we are creating love rather than lust. So if you seduce someone and create only lust within them, Once they get what they want from you, once they get to sleep with you, your power is gone and now they're in control. But if you can make someone love you, you can have power over them for as long as you wish to. They're not going anywhere. Essentially, what we're learning to do here is create a spell that keeps this person bound to us in a way now don't get scared about that and get all like oh my god morals free will no i can't do this if you're already thinking like that this is probably not the book for you to study but again i would suggest that you stay so that you will know the signs when someone is using these tactics on you and you can protect yourself again do without wilt if you want to use this information and be a seducer, awesome. If you don't want to use this information, I would still suggest listening so that you know how to protect yourself from seducers. You don't have to change your personality or your looks. Actually, this is about finding yourself, discovering what your personality is like and how that is seductive, how you can make that work in your favor. And again, this is not about appearance. It is psychological. It was said that Cleopatra was not the most beautiful, but she knew how to get into the minds of her victims. (laughs) Seduction is a game of psychology. You just have to learn to look at the world through the eyes of a seducer. So how does the seducer see the world? The seducer sees every interaction as a potential seduction. The seducer doesn't see love as sacred, 
but as warfare and all is fair. So again, put aside all those moral codes and see seduction for what it really is. I think one of the greatest downfalls of humanity is that we romanticize everything way too much and then we wonder why we're heartbroken and depressed. It's because your expectations were not rooted in reality. In reality, every single one of us is being seduced throughout each and every day. No matter what your role is in this world, no matter what you do for a living, we are all seducing someone. We're all getting them to do what we want them to do at some point, and we're all being seduced. It's about an exchange of energy. And once you learn how to have fun with it, you won't be heartbroken. You won't be sad. You won't be disappointed. You'll just see it as another opportunity to advance in this game of seduction. Seducers are never self-absorbed. Their gaze is directed outward, never inward. Self-absorption is a sign of insecurity. So what he means by this is people love to talk about themselves. If you ask somebody, how was your day? What do you like to do? Tell me about you. And you really give them your undivided attention and that eye contact and make them feel like they're the center of your world in that moment. That's something that they rarely get from anybody else. You're going to stand out in their mind after that. So you're doing two things. You're learning more about your target so that you can better seduce them. And you're also making them feel like, wow, I'm, I'm pretty awesome. This person's really interested in me. Wow, I feel so lucky right now. And they're going to be drawn to you because you give them an opportunity that most people aren't. Most people don't give a damn about how their day goes. Most people don't give a damn about what they're interested in, but you make them feel special. And that is how you draw them in. Talking about yourself is just gonna make people zone out. They're not gonna listen to you. But what sets you apart as the seducer is you become an amazing listener. You hold on to every single detail that your person says because you know that this is going to give you an advantage in this game, okay? Seducers see themselves as providers of pleasure. They take pride in making another person feel good and stroking that person's ego because they know that there's a reason for it. There's a method to their madness. And they always keep the strategies in mind. They maintain control by making the other person feel like they're in control of the situation by allowing them to talk about themselves. A seducer sees all of life as theater, everyone an actor. A seducer can assume many roles. They don't concern themselves with other people's opinions. Other people's opinions are irrelevant. Some people are going to tell you you're a horrible person. If you're a woman who wants to seduce, other women are going to be jealous of you. They're going to hate you. They don't fucking matter. They're irrelevant. They wish that they had your power. They wish that they had the courage to do what you're doing. So don't pay attention to them, okay? They don't deal in moral judgments. This is very important. He mentions this so many times. Nothing could be less seductive. Do not make this a moral thing. That would be detrimental. This is not about morals. This is about reality. This is what's really going on. 
every second of every day, someone is being seduced. And as I mentioned before, people want to be seduced. So never feel guilty about that. This is empowerment. Okay? People want escapism. So why shouldn't they find that escapism within you? If it's going to give you an advantage, if you're going to get what you want, why shouldn't you play the game? You're both getting what you want, really. They're getting this escapism from their lives that are so boring and unhappy. You're making them feel good about themselves. You're giving them pleasure. And you're getting what you want because your needs are going to be met as well. It's truly a win-win if you do it the right way. I'm so excited for next week because next week we are going to talk about the different types of seducers. We're going to talk about the characteristics of different types of seducers so that you can kind of figure out where you are, where you fit in with that, and learn to use those personality traits and those characteristics to your advantage. Now, this is a really short episode. It's just the introduction summarizing the preface, but I really, really hope you enjoyed it. And I look forward to meeting you next week so that we can talk about what type of seducer you are. Make sure you join our group on Facebook, Femininity After Dark, so we can have a discussion. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Let me know... Uh, what you think about seduction, how you're going to use this information. I'm interested in all the juicy details. So until next week, thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.